0: Hey, welcome back to Spellstorm Miniatures. My name is Jeremiah. I'm Dan, and this is Chad. Hey guys, uh, it's really good to talk to you again. I feel like we haven't talked in a, like a while. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we had uh, we snuck in an episode. We had some special guests on episode 30, and it was pretty cool to, to just hear from Perry and Scott. Some of the sort of the old guard, I guess, in our yeah. community. So they offered some really good sound advice. Yeah. So listeners, if you haven't listened to episode 30, uh, just go back one episode and give that a listen. Um, but we are Spellstorm Miniatures. We are a podcast dedicated to tabletop wargaming, and we love um, War Machine and Hordes by Privateer Press. And that's mostly what we talk about, but we play a lot of different kind of games, too. So, uh, gentlemen, have you played any other games uh, recently in the last
1: month or so since the last time we talked? (laughs) Dan, Dan's over here shaking his yeah, head. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I got to play a game of Saga of Ice and Fire uh, at the open play that we did back in January. Uh, I played against nice. Bob, who played Baratheons, who I'd never played against before. Uh, I haven't played a game against Bob or Baratheons. I've seen Baratheons played a little bit, so I kind of knew some of the stuff they did. But I went into it face first, like I do with a lot of stuff. I was like, ask a couple of questions, and then I'm just like, all right, head first into this. Um, it was a good old fashioned slugfest. It was uh, there was a really funny moment early. So he went first, and then I got first play in the second round. And so what I ended up doing is I had um a similar list I had played before with a couple of alterations to get a, cu- uh, a couple extra NCUs. And one of the NCUs was Arya the Wolf Girl, and her once per game ability is so you can flip her card over at the start of a round, and you can have one unit make a free maneuver. So I targeted my unit that had my unit of Umber Berserkers that had Rob Stark in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he gives them plus one speed. And so then they're speed seven. So I maneuvered them. Wow. And then I, for my activation for the turn, I put Arya onto the horse, uh, which... Allows you to pick a unit to maneuver again. So I picked that unit, but with Rob Stark attached to the unit, if you pick them for the maneuver, you can charge instead of just maneuvering. Mm-hmm.
0: So you got a free maneuver. So I got a free
1: maneuver, and then I got a free charge into his yep. unit of, uh, nice. I think it's like the, I think it was the Stag Stagnites. Did they have horns? Once. Yeah, (laughs) they all have horns. They all have horns. Have you looked at Baratheon models? The only ones without horns are the NPC or the NCUs.
0: I love the horns, honestly. Um,
1: So I got to charge into him uh, and he, so I made some attacks uh, and uh, he played a card that let him, or no, he used an order that let them counterattack. And he did a pretty good amount of damage because the Umber Berserkers have bad armor but good morale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so after he did, I use I had Ned Stark as my NCU who starts with three order tokens, and after a unit passes a morale check, you can expend a unit token or one of the order tokens to heal wounds to that unit. So I did that, and then he activated, he made attacks against me, um... And then it came back and I did the same thing. And I came back to my turn and I, I think I placed another NCU to make attacks. So the short of it, we just beat each other to death until like it was literally Rob Stark left in the unit and he had one guy left in his unit. I made a round of attacks as berserkers. I still get my full. I know, they get 10 dice because weird. they get yeah. they get more attacks as they become you know less models. So I made my round of attacks. Obviously, he failed all of his saves, and then he played a Baratheon card that lets them make an attack before they're destroyed. Yeah, like, the So hand. we just <laughs> killed each other at the same time. <laughs> was hilarious. We Dude. expended like a couple of cards, a couple of you know orders, just yeah, all we just sit there right. and just beat the crap out of each other and just killed each other at the same That's time. Awesome. And I was like, well, That's that was awesome. exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was a uh, it was a good good slugfest game, and we actually ended up going. Uh, the full, the full number of rounds, hmm. and he ended up winning because he still had, um, he still had part of a unit of, I think it was the Cutthroats, Bolton okay. Cutthroats, or something like that.
0: Oh, because Rathians can take.
1: Yeah, they can take neutrals. Okay. The only people yeah. that can't take neutrals are Free Folk. It's,
0: and that's what I play, so yeah. I don't even think about that.
1: Uh, and I only had Grey Wind left, so he had more, because Grey Wind was worth zero, and he had a unit that was worth points he ended up winning because he had more points on the table. I was like, well, that's dumb. But yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a really good yeah, game. At, at it was the, a good slugfest. On, on game.
0: that day, I, I showed up, and I just did some, I just watched games. I, I wasn't actually feeling, I brought my army, but I wasn't feeling it, you know yeah. what I mean? So I just hung out and had a great cupcake. Because uh, yeah. Judy made good cupcakes. Yes, she did. Um, but
1: uh, but it seemed like all the those games, were those were speed baked that morning. By the way, that was insane. <laughs> they were
2: <laughs> they, they looked pretty. Looked, they looked good. She and was like, they don't. She, she was I like, thought. don't judge
1: me. I speed baked them this morning. I was like, Judy,
2: <laughs> speed baking speed baking.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's incredible. Okay, so um, but it, but it looked like all of the games that were being played that day. Um, they were just just open battle. There yeah. weren't there weren't any like scenarios or objectives or anything um and so uh but I, but it seemed like there were uh, there were varying levels of experience yeah. as, as well there were some new people yeah there were a know, couple of yeah a
1: couple of Judy and Bob's friends that had like played a couple of demos and like gotten some models but hadn't played a whole lot like Judy and Bob of the people that were there i think Judy and Bob had played More games than just about anyone else. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. so there was a lot of like teaching and stuff that they were doing to some of their other friends that hadn't gotten the chance to get out and play games, or uh, but they were interested in the game, so that was super cool.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Before we leave, uh, Song of Ice and Fire, um, you guys know who Duncan Rhodes is. He's the uh, oh yeah, the Two Thin Coats guy from uh, (laughs) from Games Workshop (laughs) uh, Warhammer TV. Yeah, so probably like the most famous painter in the world or something because like everyone was watching those videos yeah even if he didn't play gw games you know and anyway uh he's been so he left gw in december mm-hmm. and so he's been making the rounds on podcasts and giving some interviews and if you listen to them all back to back to back you realize that everyone asks the same questions and he gives the same answers so you just listen to one of them but uh, <laughs> <laughs> But don't waste one, your time listening <laughs> to all of them. No, you don't. It's not a waste of time. I, I, <laughs> I like him, and so yeah. the interviews were fine. But uh, no, what I wanted to say was uh, he, he's he been playing Song of Ice and Fire, okay. and he's been painting them, and he has a lot of complimentary things to say about the game. And so I, I think for a lot of people who don't play historical miniatures um, but want to get somewhat of that feel, um, this is a great way to do that. And so you don't even have to like the IP. And you and you get a good quality game. Yeah. And so, um, and that's and that's the thing. I've I've never read Game of Thrones and I've never watched the TV show, but I really like the game. Yeah. Uh, it plays really nicely. It's got a really
1: solid rule set.
0: It really does. And and I and I feel like they've been taking care with minor adjustments along the way. Yeah. I know 1.5 recently dropped, and so there were some uh, some uh, some rule things that I had learned that day. Uh, you know, Bob was telling me, you know, at running war that day. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, also that day, um, I actually, I think it was that day. I don't remember if it was that day or not. It uh, might have been a different day, but Oz and I, oh, no, I think it was a food machine day, maybe. Eh, I don't know. Oz and I were at Runeaboard, and, Board and uh, we got a demo game of Riot Quest in uh, with Eli. And so Eli was there, and you know, he's more familiar with the game than we are. And, and Oz has had a couple games, I think, with it. And so we got a chance to to play that and kind of see what it is like and yeah. Riot Quest is a fun game. Yeah. It's super fun. And you got to
1: use all my nicely painted models. <laughs> they were they were gorgeously <laughs> painted. They were, Self you know, very, t- you know. but, Hashtag humble um, <laughs> Yeah.
0: So anyway, but we haven't we still haven't picked up the starter for that. And and I know recently Privateer Press announced that season 2 is going to be coming and I think the yeah. target is Gen, Gen Con. Con. Yeah. yeah. So and there'll be a second starter. I have to get the first starter for Oz because there's a model in there that he really wants for the big game, and I don't remember which model it is. Um, But um, is it... Does he have a... Is it a gobber tinker in there?
2: Or is there a... No. Uh, I mean, there's... Is there a frog in there? There's Gubbin. There's Gubbin, the guy, the... Who is a gobber. Yeah, that's it. But Flugwug... Uh, the yeah. frog
1: comes in the ex- yeah. one of the expansions, the so, treasure pack.
0: Yeah, so Oz wants to collect like all the frogs and like all the gobbers. Okay, he, he has then a thing. Yeah. He has a thing for frogs. So, and <laughs> yeah, I have a thing for rats. And so, like, <laughs> if there were rats in the privateer Kingdom, the uh, Iron Kingdoms, I would, I would run a whole army of well,
1: rats. Well, I mean, I... we don't really know what's over in zoo. So that's true. We, don't, we also yeah. with the, uh, it could be, could be something interesting. To explore in Riot Quest because because uh, it's in the it's far, alternate timeline it's in yeah. the future it's yeah. it's, just, it's the destroyed world timeline there's totally a possibility that there could have been some like rat folk hanging out under the <laughs> yeah. That we never knew about. That we never really knew about. Yeah. Because there wasn't very many of them. Or, I mean, there's always lots of rats. But some weird chaos or maybe magic the, Yeah, Or maybe there's some sort of like, yeah. some maybe the rats in the regular world get mutated yeah. somehow or exactly. something like that from some cataclysmic event. See, Anything could happen.
0: That's the thing I would like. I could I could dig on that. See, yeah. say I have a...
1: a you just want to play Skaven in every I,
0: game. I want to play Skaven <laughs> in every game. You are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: You know, you can build a rat. Magic Commander deck, right? No, let's talk about that. Okay, we can I've talk, talk, about, that later. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Um, yeah, there's totally lots of rats. Okay, there's, let's hang uh, out with yeah. that. Giant rats.
0: <laughs> so, okay, well, how, okay, how about any War Machine games? you guys play War Machine games? <laughs> um, uh, Chad, I'd, you and I got a game in? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We got
1: to play a game at the food machine. Yeah. The
0: first time that we got to play in a while. In a while, yeah. I um, was running uh, Xerxes One mm-hmm. and you were running Morvana.
1: Yeah, I was running a Morvana yeah. Two list that I've played a couple of times.
0: Before we get to the game, I want to say every single model except for my two extolers were painted. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah very I nice. Just want, just want to put that out there, listeners. <laughs> Curtis. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, it it looked really nice on the table because yeah. obviously yours was painted. We were on those thematic tables mm-hmm. and you know rune board, and and uh, for the most part it was a lot of fun. It was a yeah. grind fast. There were some there were some like grindy moments there.
1: There was a yeah. Well, so there was a a charge lane opportunity that you had that I didn't really see to get Tiberian onto Morvana two. Yeah and. But it was this weird thing to unpack because close to it was uh, my Primal Archon, and he needed like a little bit of extra distance. He needed Bulldoze and Rush at the same time, which you can't have, right. but there was an opportunity that he could have used Lurch to move Tiberian forward, but he had to move in a very specific way, otherwise he ends within... The uh, command range of the. Yeah, not the command tra- oh, range. The counter charge. Right. It wasn't the, the counter charge because oh, there was a way that you could man. walk into my back arc and avoid the counter charge, but you would still end your movement within the like six inches to get shadow bound. Yeah. So then you wouldn't have been able to charge. So he it was just like this weird, opportune area denial yeah. placement that I had that I didn't really realize. And so it was this weird thing that we had to unpack. And uh, short yeah. of it was, he managed to get Tiberian onto Morvana, but needing eights to hit. And we used and all of our tickets. We had transfers. <laughs> and we used our tickets to so I had force each hands, other into I had rerolls. One,
0: I, had, I had one roll left where I could have done it. And uh, and I basically came one roll short of, yeah. of putting Marana in the dirt. Mm, yeah. And it was it was awesome that we we used all of our food machine tickets yeah, just it was funny. on that exchange. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to do that. And then... Um, did I use Repulse? Is that how I cleared the path for him? No,
1: no. you... Uh, that's with, one, that's one of my pis- favorite
0: techniques. I love just walking up somewhere and there was
1: a pew, yeah. there was a place that you were able to end and just barely get. Okay, I think you managed to kill the one ravager that was kind of in the way. Yeah, but I don't remember.
0: Yeah, and then uh, let's see. So that was it was a great game. It yeah. was a lot of fun. And then um, and then oh being... and then
1: and then you failed the assassination. Yeah, and I killed yeah. and I killed Xerxes <laughs> with ravagers. Finish the story. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> You know, as one does, right?
1: Yeah, um, uh, I got to play in the most recent Steamroller. Uh, I nice. only played two rounds, and then I ended up dropping because I went zero and two. Spoiler alert! Uh, but I was playing this Tanith list that I this Secret Masters list that was uh, really interesting. I thought it looked really fun and cute, um, and it played. It had Scythe in it. Um, the drawback was is that I ran into Michael Burks playing Kalissa in round one. With the trident, and so that was a bad time that I ended up losing. <laughs> and uh, I mean, and then playing Michael Burks is fun. Yes, but yeah, like playing absolutely. as armies, yeah. That's no, different. I I still I haven't played against tridents enough to figure out exactly how to deal with them. And I had a round if I if Kalissa didn't have her feet up, and I would have been able to charge it. Um, I think I would have been able to kill it because between I managed to get a lot of damage onto it. I think I left it on six boxes and then I just didn't have anything left on that side of the table to be able to deal with it. But I had Hutchuck Chuck come in, throw a bomb, uh, throw a rust bomb, hit, walk over and then hit it and do a little bit of damage. And I had a black clad with scything touch on it who walked over next to a shifting stone and then, um, phase shifted 12 inches to get into <laughs> melee with it to drop its armor. Another two. And then, I had two crook raiders on that side that were able to one through an oil bomb and then the other one through a dart and I did a bunch of damage to it.
0: I love that. And then scythe
1: Scythe actually walked over and put four shots into it and did a bunch of damage. At even at dice off six as a weapon master getting up to four shots and I you know she's red eight so I needed like fours to hit or something like that. So, but uh, the plus two armor that it gets from the front arc. And not being able to charge it. If I would have been able to charge it with Hutchuk, then I think I might have been able to do it. I also had a Warp Wolf Stalker that was on that side that could have charged and killed it and yeah. finished it off had I been able to charge it. But Calissa's feet is such a good denial feat. And uh, yeah. and then it was a slow grind where Burks just wiped pretty much everything off of my side of the yeah, table. What, yeah, that's what happens. Uh, and then yeah. the second round, I played a game against Andrew, who was playing Exelon Thexis um yeah and so i was playing against another list that had like a bunch of eyeless shot eyeless sight sprays and things like that i'm like cool so all my defensive tech like doesn't do anything (laughs) um and and again like Scythe did some good work wolf with no name uh wasn't really able to do very much and uh the the two games taught me a lot about I think the list is more cute than it is good. Hmm. Uh, I'm I still don't really like the Well of Orbros. Like I know a lot of people are super head over heels for it, but yeah. haven't unlocked it yet. But a single range fourteen pow fourteen gun that doesn't go anywhere. I just can't get over the and it was constantly in my way. Like I can't move through it. It's con- It was constantly in a place where I was gonna have to move around it and expend a bunch of you know, a bunch of movement or weird deployment because I wanted it to be a certain place. And, uh, and the single shot, um, just wasn't, just wasn't holding its, yeah. holding its own. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, it just doesn't fit my play style. Like, and, and that's fair.
0: Yeah. And maybe, maybe, so. maybe it's something you can, you know, table for a while and then revisit.
1: Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had to go. I had to go second both times in that list, which was another thing that was like, "Oh, cool, uh, going right. second against two fast gun lines," or like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was tough.
0: I got to do something fun. Um, the Masters League is going on, and uh, J.C. and Harry were in the same pod, and they had to play against each other, mm-hmm. and so they set up a game at Harry's house, but they needed like an independent person. And so I came over there, and I set the terrain and set the table for them, and, and then I even got to make a judge call, oh. and that was pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see. I think... Uh,
1: was uh, it about JC's dice? it was <laughs> No, no. It was...
0: Uh, I think it was uh, more of a line of sight issue. Okay. Um, but we had um, Makeda 2 versus Balder 1, and they were playing King of the Hill, and... Um, Boy, I can't remember. I think JC did end up winning. I think, um, but it was fun to watch, and it was fun to just shoot the breeze, and you know, and Harry's a great host, and you know, he has a he has a cool table to play games on, and so I think there was a little miscommunication. I think they expected I would come over and and also play a game, like bring Oz with me or something. Oh. Um, But Oz was busy that day and or at that time, and then you know, and then I didn't have my brain wasn't focused on games. My brain was focused on work, yeah. and so. It's hard to play games when your brain isn't isn't there you know especially especially war machines so but one thing that oz and i did get to do is we finally started our oblivion campaign oh yeah and so uh we did the first uh prologue last week and he decided to start with uh the troll bloods and so he ran a full unit of fen blades with the ua or whatever and i think that's 20 points and then i decided to run Two min units of um, perforators and I I don't know the names yet. Spear guys or no? The two medium based, um, the ones that have... recip or not reciprocators. I think you're right. Perforators and reciprocators. Yeah, the ones with the shield, the shield and the and the spear, and then the other ones with the assault, with the cool iron iron man, you know, glove or or whatever. So. Um, so, so, you know, so I went into conflict chamber and this was before the CID fully dropped and, Mm. you know, and I, you know, made my list and printed it out and try to be all official. Right. And then, um, but more importantly, it also gave me the theme benefits, which said that those, uh, those units, those specific units actually get vengeance in the theme that I chose. Oh, cool. And then, so Nas had vengeance and I had vengeance. And so it was a vengeance off. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, and then, um. And then the other thing that I did was I went to, uh, you know, the Privature Press website and I printed off the cards, and uh, and so I just printed off the cards, and then when we showed up at the table, um, instead of putting two min units on the table, I promptly put two max units on the table, <laughs> mm. and so Oz didn't stand a chance, and Oof. and so it wasn't until later that we were talking it out, and he was like, wait, how many points were the, was that unit, and you know, and I was like, "Oh, it's you know, was ten points or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, that's for the men." Uh-oh. And I was like, "And I was like, there I go again. Jeez. I'm cheating. <laughs> There's a theme here. I, I can't win if I don't cheat, right?" <laughs> but um, but anyway, it no, was that's no,
1: okay. I was I was <laughs> needs to be knocked down a peg or two every now and then. <laughs> he gets pretty full of himself when he starts winning war machine games. <laughs> yeah, he lets you know. Yeah.
0: So, so anyway, so what I did was since it's the prologue. Um, I, I gave him the choice of whether to be the attacker or the defender in the next game, mm. and so, so we're gonna run twenty five points, and I'm not sure when he's gonna make the switch over, but at some point he's gonna run, start to run Cephalix, mm. uh, but I'm, I'm committed to running Convergence all the way through the campaign, and so, I'll play Scorn regularly, you know, at the store and whatnot, but when I when I, when I'm playing Oblivion, I'm gonna run Convergence, so yeah. That'll be kind of like my way of learning the army,
1: yeah, so scratching that itch a little bit <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you know it's it's good i there's so many great things to play in this game, yeah, and you don't always have time to play all of them, and so when you when you do something like that it just kind of creates space for that yeah
1: so. i've been I've been trying to figure out what to play, and i I'm just not really feeling circle right now um. Yeah. And I don't have... Well, I gave you
0: a bunch of pirates, didn't I? Or what did I give you? Uh, Merc stuff?
1: It was, yeah, it was some mercenary stuff. It was a couple of pirate things. The The tough part is, um, unless I start playing at smaller point values, I like have just enough stuff to build a mercenary list that kind of works... Oh, okay. But not, like, anything super effective. Still um, need some stuff to flesh yeah, it out. there's still a lot of stuff that I needed to get, uh, which yeah. I actually uh, placed an order. It worked for a unit of Precursor Knights, so. Okay. Plus a unit attachment, because I'm going to try and start building towards uh, some Flame of the Dark lists. Uh, I've already got a Thamorite Archon and some other stuff, and then actually last night I was working on, uh, I was just doing a test model for a paint scheme for my Mercenary stuff. Okay. With Cricksbane uh, base as the primary color and then coal black is the secondary color. <laughs> uh, and then, because <laughs> I can't get away from it. Um, and then using molten bronze for like the edges of all the armor and stuff. Uh, and then actually for the cloth, I'm going to use... Amethyst rose, so there's kind of I a red, color. A, a rich red. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I a great, love that color too. Yeah, that's the new and, one that uh, came out at last year's Lock and Load. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, beautiful and, and I got Crixbane base, and I painted uh, Leadfoot and Treads, and then Boss McHorn in it, and I just really like that kind of blue, dark bluish green that it has. Um, yeah. and that's kind of that's what I decided I wanted to do my mercenary stuff in. I think nice. it's gonna look really good on some of the Marwan models and stuff too, yeah. uh, if you highlight it or if you do all of the like accents and everything in the molten bronze. I think okay. it's gonna look really good with like the 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 Marwan ex- insignias and stuff that's on all the armor. So yeah. nice, nice. filigree, yeah.
0: So we've got uh, our topic today is faction reviews. Yep. And so why don't, we, why don't we get to that? Not at all the factions
1: um, we were talking about. <laughs> uh, none of them,
0: indeed. So yeah, and we, what we decided to do for this is we would just take uh, two factions at a time. We're starting with one War Machine faction and one Hortz faction. And we're kind of going in the order of privateer Press. And we basically have three questions. The first question is, if you were to play, start playing this faction, which caster or warlock would you choose first? Which theme looks the most interesting to you? And then which model do you want to paint the most? And so our two factions today are Kador and Legion? Yep. yep. Ooh, all right. Hey, Dan, why don't we start with you? Um, and let's start with just Kador.
1: Uh, why don't you... A couple of factions that are yeah. near and dear to my heart, actually. So when, a uh, quick aside, when I got into the game, I, was, I started with Circle. Uh, my buddy... Nick and David were the ones who kind of got me into it. Uh, this was years and years ago. Nick's brother actually used to work at Guardian years ago and okay. he was getting into the game as well. He was playing Crix because he always plays Undead. And so he actually gave me my first demo and I and I and it was just Crix versus Signar and I was hooked instantly. And um, when I got into the game, I was getting into Circle because I love werewolves. My buddy Nick was playing Kidor, and David was playing Legion. Ah, uh, so you, you so face off them up a they, lot. Uh, yeah, some. And yeah. then eventually ended up getting into each of those factions to learn more about them, and then also because I felt like I could play them better than my friends did. And so those were the Savage. first two factions. Yeah, those were the first two other factions that I started exploring. Um, and I've played them and owned them a couple of times since then. I'll talk about that more later. Nice.
0: All right. So Kador, Dan.
2: All right. So, uh, yeah. Um, these are two factions that, uh, I haven't owned any models for. Ooh. <laughs> they might be nearly what? the only ones <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> besides Grimkin and Infernal's wow. now. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. So Kador, I was kind of looking at, and the, the main I guess Castor has kind of uh, between a couple was uh, Sorcia three or Vlad two, and I think Vlad might just be a little bit more classic. Uh, okay. Cador. Uh, so. All right, and Vlad two. He, that's he's not on a horse.
0: He's got the right. but he has yeah. the epic base, right? Yeah. That he's on yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, do it you want to do?
2: Looks cool. Yeah. We need to answer <laughs> the
0: first question, and the, is that how we're doing this, Round Robin? First question, and then second question, and third question. Sure. Okay. Uh, so. So Chad, what caster? If you were to pick up Cador today, which caster would you start with?
1: I I have a hard time picking. Um, I actually struggled a lot with picking a both picking a caster and picking a theme force for both of these factions because I've played both of these factions, yeah. uh, and there's so many cool ones. Um, I when I played Kator competitively, I was the last time I played competitive uh Kid or competitively was in Mark 2 and I played Sorcerer 1 and Butcher 3. And so those are both casters that are very good and kind of near and dear to my heart, but there's also a lot of other really cool ones. Um like all three of the Vlads are interesting. iris yeah. 1 is super cool. <laughs> all right, feed to um, the fire.
0: Feed to the fire.
1: Yeah, Pick One. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pro This is the trouble. Those <laughs> <laughs> those casters have changed a lot since the How many last time times are you to it, it, it might be it might be one or Sorsha One. Okay, Pebble Which wine? one? one? Was- <laughs> Sorsha One, just to freeze everybody. There, yeah, it is. there you yeah. go.
2: Plus the uh, charge, cast a spell, then I attack over here. Yeah. Shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. I, she
1: can't. She can't do. It's not as bad anymore because Kator got hit biggest with um, charging your own stuff yeah. and then moving to do something else or you know yeah. they were like one of the biggest perpetrators of that whole thing because <laughs> you had you had Sorcerer 1 Sorcerer 2 and you had Butcher 3 doing that constantly where they are like I'm going to charge over here to extend my threat and then actually I'm going to move and then do right. something
2: else you're saying k right. abused attacking their own people in order yes. to further their goal <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a reason why there's something called the Kador arc node, which is just one dude that's out of formation for you to throw buffs on <laughs> or oh winter guard hanging out at the back of the table.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, what'd you got? Uh, I'm going to go with, the. Uh, so I used to own Kador and I, I sold my Kador last to. year <clears throat> to get to, uh, to get to lock and load and to buy an airbrush and a compressor and things like that. Right. <laughs> things that I wanted for the hobby. And, um, uh, so, I'd actually, I'm going to pick the last caster that I played because I just, I had a lot of fun with him and that was Vlad1. And um, and mostly because of a, of a certain list, which I'll reveal in a couple minutes. But oh, yeah. so, yeah. So, if you were to, okay. So, the second
2: question. So, if you were, to,
0: which theme looks the most interesting to you uh, in, in
2: Kador? Uh, for me, is Man of War. I mean, they're just big, yeah. tanky, cool looking guys. Yeah. Um, that's kind of. If I was to do Kador, it would, you know, a Man of War list would definitely be one of them. I mean, there are other themes, you know, are are neat, and you know, we can always talk about the Doom Reavers or just big old, you know, getting Jacks in there. But Man of War, it's cool. Yeah. It's like a bunch of Ironmen running around. It's I don't know. it's unique. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing anything anything like it in Iron Kingdoms. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, I struggled a lot with this too.
0: Okay, before you. Th- <laughs> Dan, did you make any Man yeah. um, kind of War lists? Yeah,
2: talk about your Man of right, War. All right, all right. We got to give I Chad some, some time on. to all decide. Right, yeah, he's got to think a little bit. So, <laughs> so taking Vlad. I'm Having to, a lot of fun with this, way. It's yeah. a great episode. <laughs> in Man of War, I kind of I kind of net deck this a little bit because you know I've I've played against some some other lists and this is kind of similar. You know, basically throwing in. Um, some jacks either a victor or maybe a couple of the um oh, what's the dudes with the uh the sledgehammer fists um with siege weapon uh, marauder mar- is oh, that yeah. the marauder the, uh, yeah for the jacks because yeah. that one scared me to all death when i was running a sea king right i'm like yeah hey, i got to stay out of rage that guy um <laughs> you know then throw in like the strike tankers the suppression tankers of course mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. some battle mechanics just to just repair everybody up of course the uh siege chariot or assault chariot sorry um and then uh some like shock troopers and demo core yeah rounded out pretty yeah. nicely um and that's basically the list you just have a bunch of tough slow moving armor yeah, that's gonna it's like, uh, come at me brah yeah yeah
0: yeah dan you want uh, chad do you want me to go first before you or are you <laughs> are you ready <laughs> are you ready no i have i
1: have a list built the list <laughs> okay all uh, right. the list i um the list i built is not actually really a Kador list. It's uh, it's the Flame in the Dark list that uh, Matt McWatters played at so Warfare Ch- Weekend. So
0: you actually wouldn't play Kador. This so that's the th- <laughs> Kador Light. That's, that's let uh... me let me say my
1: piece real quick. Do, do your right? thing. Do your thing, and we're gonna so, poke at you. So it's so are our listeners. It's fine. <laughs> it, it's so I've I've always kind of had trouble with theme forces because they push you so much in a certain direction. And I understand why they exist. I understand why Privateer moved in the direction um, that they did. Because it helps with game balance. Uh, it, it helps make game balance easier if you really only have to look at theme forces. Kador and Circle are both two factions that I feel like struggle a little bit with their theme force restrictions. Kador especially because none of the theme forces, I feel like, give you a good smattering of like what... Kador has the actual real potential for mm. because there's such a combined arms faction and you've got all of your theme forces are so focused on one thing. Like you have winter guard command where you have like, you've got a bunch of guns that, are like on cheap infantry, it's like playing guard in 40k. I mean, you've mortars, got a bunch yeah. of you've got a bunch of low stat dudes with guns, okay, but you, you have no real gratis, melee presence. Yeah. You can play the Iron Fang theme and you've got no guns. You can play the Man of war theme if you want to play something super tanky, but again it's like super slow moving. Yeah. You're gonna lose to any hard control or scenario. You know that's a really you good don't critique, have very you but, don't have idea. very much ranged presence. Yeah. And then you've got the doom reaver list, which is like, you don't get to put any of your buffs on it, which Kador is all about. Like if you look at almost any of the, fa- any of the casters in Kador, so many of them are about buffing their troops and you don't get access to any of that. And you play wolves of winter in two different ways. You either play doom reaver spam with like Vlad Two, right? Or you do the Zerkova Two spell assassination. It's like mm-hmm. this great divide of like the Kador themes feel more like skews than any other faction and it bothers me because I don't like playing like that. There's so much other stuff that is really cool that can work well together with Kador that you don't really get to play with, with the focus on themes and you can play stuff out of theme, but if you're playing competitively, you basically have to play theme or you're 18 points down compared to everyone else. And that's a hard comeback from.
0: So I I, I want to, that's why I struggled
1: so much with building these theme forces. I think
0: your comment about Kador being a combined arms faction yeah is actually a, a really good critique and and that's and as a former Kator player that's that's something that I never got to experience yeah and you're really touching on that
1: yeah um, and like you can supplement some of those lists with your mercenary choice and things like that sure but even if you throw Valachev and you make them friendly faction um, you're playing you're paying a premium for the mercenary faction not only because of their points you know that faction points but also for Valachev but then also that that uh, lit, that unit that you put into the list is not really going to get any of the theme force benefits. So right. it's almost a detriment to not just like all of the Kador themes, just really feel like they really accentuate that more good stuff, pile on more of the same good stuff. And it's it, a
0: spam faction. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like the Stalingrad list is like how many, like 80, 80 guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to the. So, so tell us your your workaround, like yeah. where, where's your compromise? It's, it's with the flame of dark bliss, right? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. and, and unfortunately, like th- this was a big critique when he played the list. Uh, it's like, there's not very, there's only like mm-mm, mm-mm. one Kador model in this actual list. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Zerkova one with a Lancer and Gallant. And then there's two Marwan Archons, two Tamarite Archons, Savio Acosta, uh, the Hermit Ragman, Alexia two, uh, Gabriel Thorne, uh, a full unit of vigilance, and a full unit of precursors with unit attachment. And, look like, you used to see a lot of Ragman and Alexia 2 in a lot of Kador lists and right. stuff in the past. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, some of these other pieces kind of take the places of other key Kador things. And you could probably do something. Well, and you can't really even do something similar to this in any of the other theme forces because you only get one mercenary option. Yeah. And, yeah. I just,
0: so, so you picked a Kator list with one Kator model. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> that did. I did. Actually, unfortunately, honestly, that's actually kind of brilliant because I mean that's that's
1: also what like, like that's the way that my uh, my Kator lists were in Mark II. Like my Sorsha One list that I used to play um, had all of the snipers. So it had, you know, Cal Balok, Eris One. Yeah, uh, it had. Uh, a unit of Widowmakers and like all of this other stuff. It was the kind of it was a little bit of a spin on the Oceans Oceans Eleven or Oceans Thirteen list that uh, Nigel Brooks had like created years and years ago. That was really just about Sorcha controlling the field and then just using snipers to kill pretty much everything. And there was only like one unit in the list or something, but it was just tons of solos. Mm. And um, and the Butcher Two list was. Not quite that bad, but I think it was I think it was Nis Hunters and Pikemen, which you can't really do. I mean, I suppose you could do in the Iron Fang theme if you wanted to um you can kind of get there, but the restrictions to specific character jacks and various theme forces and also right. butcher three is just not quite the same that he used to be. He really lost out big on like not being able to charge his own stuff. The changes to energizer made his nonlinear threat much, much smaller, yeah, but which is there, nice there was for the rest of, of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, I've, I've been it's good Butcher for the three game. To the face before. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. necessary for for game balance purposes. But uh, yeah. so it was so much fun to
0: play Butcher Three. <laughs> <laughs> so I made. Um, so I'm when I think of Kador, like the only thing I want to run is Jax. And yeah. like, I mean, I get I appreciate the Man of War, I appreciate the Winter Guard, but I just want to like just big steam punky. Mm-hmm things, right? And so Jaws of the Wolf has always been uh, my favorite Kador theme. And so the list that I made is actually a variation of the list that I took to the last I-5 that I went to. Um, the Grey Lord adjunct wasn't out yet. Oh. And so I made a little revision uh, to include the, the adjunct. Um, and just because the list is sort of a, a, an all-comers list, we, uh, the way that it's designed, this is something I dojoed with, uh, with Ron. Um, so the way the list is designed, I've got four solos, four units and, um, seven heavies. Nice. And so it's like, yep. you know, so it's like, I can, you know, you got you got a lot of armor you got to chew through and I can do a lot of different things and, and I'm not out on scenario yeah. because I have stuff to play in the scenario. So I've got Vlad one yep, and, uh, obviously for science importance, but also for his feet, yep, uh, which doubles up all my, you know. And his, and his battle group is two juggernauts and three marauders. Mm-hmm. And so that's awesome. That feels real good. And, and here's the secret tech. Greylord, Seer, two of them um, marshalling a berserker each. And so, um, and so now what I have is several sources of magic. Mm-hmm. And so I can handle some, you know, some, 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 some things out there, you know, um, because now I have, you know, g- magic can come from Vlad, magic can come from the, you know, from the Grey Lord Forsiers, um, and I also have ways of clearing um, troops because I can just send a berserker in, and I, you know, I could take out half a unit with, you know, depending on placement, you know, with a berserker, you know, yeah. and and not and and be very, very, very focus efficient. Uh, my other my other uh, solos are. Uh, the Widowmaker Marksman and Yuri mm-hmm. the Axe, and then um, Yuri the Axe, who will live in infamy, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> winning my last i five game, um, and then um, and then my four units are um, a min unit of Battle Mechanics, um, Kayazi Illuminators, two of them, and then which are now free, I guess, in the theme, so that's pretty cool, um, and then and then the unit of Wintermaker Scouts. And yep. so, and I, I, I've had so much fun playing this list and, and, you know, a year and a half ago or, or whenever it wasn't a great list and I don't even know if it's a great list now, yeah. um, but it's a fun list and it's, it's the <laughs> kind of, it's what I want to play. And it includes all of the stuff that I bought first. Like my first unit I ever
1: purchased was Widowmakers. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So you it's like. You and every, you and every player. Every yeah. single Kator
0: player. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I love the Lord adjunct, uh, you know, in the Forge Seer and what they bring and. You know, and and of course, Vlad signs importance just makes things fun. You know, so yep. and then you know, and a pow nineteen axe to the face is awesome. Yeah. And then the theme gives—I think the theme gives uh, Pathfinder now. I yeah. used—I used to have a Kodiak on the list, but now now a jugger- two juggernauts with Pathfinder sounds pretty sweet.
2: Yep, right there. You go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's one of the static bonuses of the theme force now. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Isn't Kador saying kind of axe to face? You know? that's yeah. that's yeah, that's what we say. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, so, all right. Uh, so, now the, the, the last question. Um, I love our faction reviews, by the way. Um, so, we get a little bit in depth, a little bit into the weeds, and then we come right back out and just, it's fluffy stuff. Yeah. So, which model do you want to paint the
2: most? So, I originally was going to say the Butcher Claws from the Mini Crate, but uh, yeah, as kind of going, over, model. yeah, as reading the list and uh, kind of rethinking about it, and actually hit me on the idea on the way over is if I had some Bombardiers, uh, the Man of War Bombardiers. With oh, yeah. The axes, yeah. just paint them like lumberjacks. Yeah, put some flannel on them. Um, <laughs> oh, with their with their <laughs> maybe a, maybe maybe rocket mold. launcher chainsaws. Exactly. Maybe mod some hats on them, little uh, you know logger hats, and uh, yeah. All right, I like that. All right, all right.
1: It'd <laughs> be pretty good. I actually have an answer for this. Okay. <laughs> uh, the new behemoth model is fantastic. Mm. And, like it really feels like the embodiment. the The old model was kind of was weird, especially the first cast of it. Um, it was all metal and it was balanced on a single foot. And it's yeah. like, come on guys, what are you doing? <laughs> nah. Uh but the new model like has a very a much more bulky look to it and it um was one of the early models that like when they were redoing all the character jacks at the beginning of Mark Three. That's um, right, I remember that. Make kind of making them a little bigger. You had Thunderhead, Death Jack Uh, behemoth and avatar and uh, avatar needed it probably more than any of them but the behemoth just didn't it just kind of looked a little goofy didn't quite look the way that the art did and the new the new sculpt of it looks fantastic and i'd love to be able to paint that up
0: Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna say none of them no (laughs) because you've done them all (laughs) no that that was the problem like I, I was looking at this mass of, of plastic and resin and metal and whatever, and, and 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 I loved the game and I loved playing it. But I was like, I don't want to paint any of these. I, I did not that. want to paint a yeah. single, you know, a man of war. I did not want to paint any. I was just like, I'm done. And so most of mine were primed and, you know, and had the arcs on the base, yeah. and, you know, or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You did I get just, it on your Forge Seer, you know that was. I did. I actually did. I painted the mm-hmm. Forge Seer, and I painted my Kel Baylock. Um, there, were, you know, there are a few things out there I did paint, and and uh, but and I thought my Forge Seer turned out all right. Um, I've learned a few things since then, and so if I were to redo it, I would do it differently. Um, but I don't know. I wasn't so inspired, um, and I'm still not all that inspired to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I would repaint the Forge Seer. And uh, and do it better than, than the first
1: one. Yeah, there, oh, there you go.
2: Overall, sounds like we kind of all have some different opinions on Kador and there's apparently a lot to offer for Kador that not so straightforward. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and I, and I think having these crossover themes brings That's, new life into oh, the game. Yeah. So. Um, so hey, so our next faction to review today is Legion, mm-hmm. and so uh, Dan, let's start with you. If you were <laughs> uh, if you were to pick up Legion, which warlock would you choose first?
2: All right, so one of the factions I know even less a little bit about. Um, I was a little bit torn because uh, Animag looks pretty neat. Obviously, the kind of came up with the primal terror theme and and that whole idea. But uh, lately, I kind of want to feel the power of like Callus One. You know, oh yeah. yeah, I think he just uh is is a is a does stuff that none of the other factions I really play or can do you know the feat's just really really yeah. busting for trying to get through you know like oh, you killed that guy cool, I'm gonna put this high defense guy in front of you, yeah, have fun, yeah, okay, all right how about you which
0: which faction which uh warlock would you start with chad
1: uh I ended up picking uh fegs two. Uh, as well in Primal Terrors, uh, but I struggled building that list. But uh, okay. eventually, I think I f- I figured out something that seems like it'd be kind of fun to do.
0: Okay, um, yeah, I chose uh, Veil Two and an Oracle's list for something mm-hmm. very specific. So yeah, um, oh, don't I, why don't I start and then sure. we'll, we'll go yeah. the reverse order. Sure. Okay. So so I chose um, and so for my second question, you know, which theme force? Um, it, it's Oracle's Annihilation, and the reason why I chose Oracle's. Um, is because minion models can be included in it and they gain um, blighted keyword and they can be mm. replaced by an incubi oh, that's right. when destroyed. Yep. Uh, another yeah. thing that I get to do is I can also take a sacro vault into the list. Wow. Yep. And so this is, this is my uh, this is my legion list with Veil 2 and oracles. Uh, the battle group is, and this is the fun part, um, a Flictor uh, and a Carnivian, a Nephilim, Bloodseer, and a Succubi. And then for my solos, oh, that's super light. I know, hey. I know. Um, but it's it's the afflictor juice. It's it's gonna be good. So anyway, okay. um, So uh, <laughs> it, it, afflictors never get seen, right? No, they don't. And so, but, but mostly
1: uh, because they're a super awkward model,
0: right? Right. <laughs> and, but he comes he comes in and just yeah, okay. And then um, so I and so my requisition points uh, two uh, incubi. So I have ten of them, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the uh, black frost uh, black frost shard. A um, uh, max unit of Nick, uh, Nis uh, Hex Hunters with Bale. And Bale is my third requisition there. A oh. um, uh, min unit of Bogtrog Ambushers and Pharaoh Valkyries to help keep the Sacrival alive. And then the Gaterman Boker and Bogtrog uh, Swamp Shamblers. Okay. And then the Sacrival. And so the point of this list is to maximize all the magic stuffs and to see a lot of incubi on the table, yeah, and uh, and then um, and of course just because I could, um, I wanted I wanted a list to to include a vault uh, just because I could. I don't I don't have any thrones, and so to be able to take a, yeah. mi- the minion, you know, um, battle engine in in my legion list sounded pretty fun. What were you so, wait?
1: What were your requisition points? It was bail um, and
0: and then two um, incubi, so uh, the, okay. I, you get five for one okay. or whatever. Okay, so. Um, Yeah, and so those don't obviously don't start on the table. No, they come in later, and it's like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, (laughs) so it's it's cool. I I threatened Ozzy with a list, but we haven't actually put on the table, so (laughs) it's okay. It'll happen.
1: You'll have to get your uh, minions back from him.
0: (laughs) Oh, I oh I just gave him the pigs. I have all the. Um, all the gator stuff Oh, okay So, yeah Which is funny Because when you originally started Minions we split you're, like, it, yeah. you're like, Pharaoh I was really into Pharaoh, yeah <laughs> But, I don't know I honestly have good stuff to play And yeah. and I was, you know I, And I had a lot of picks You know And so now he can do Whatever he wants When that crossover list theme comes out and, Oh, I just and,
1: realized that yeah. That makes it, well <laughs> what? From a little Uh kind of funny lore standpoint, it kind of makes sense that Pharaoh and trolls would go together because they both eat everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just about. Think, I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> until so right action. now. <laughs> it's like, uh, Yeah. Anyways. Legion. There. Yeah, <laughs> Legion. Um, so I ended up making a primal terrorist list with uh, with Thagrush 2. Um, and I wanted to try and build... Uh, a decent sized battle group because he has Manifest Destiny and then his feat also allows all of the uh, war beasts in his battle group to make a full advance and an additional basic attack, um, which also benefits from Manifest Destiny. So nice. I have Thagrush 2, Emok uh, the Truthbearer, uh, two Shredders, a Naref, a Seraph, and a Scythian. Uh, I've got two Forsakens, a War... Uh, Warmonger, war Chief, two Hellmouths, uh, a full unit of uh mongers plus the uh Greg Radei, Ratnai, uh mm-hmm. and then a max unit of chosen of everblight uh because nice. rush actually has a armor buff um spell he's got dragon's blood so yes. gives a model unit plus two armor and when the effective model is disabled by a melee attack they suffer corrosion so mm. getting tossing that onto the uh the chosen of Everblight, making them super high armor pushing them up the field and really hard to deal with and then once they like either start dwindling then you throw it onto the warmongers who also have unyielding so that they get stuck in there and then their armor 20 and if you manage to still kill one of them oh now you're corroded so there's a chance that you get killed um, plus their, their new unit attachment has no quarter. So it gives them Pathfinder extra movement. Oh, nice. Um, so you can really get them up the battlefield, but I forgot that they were only Matt six. I thought that they used to be Matt seven and mm-hmm. maybe they were, yeah. um, before they gave the warchief veteran leader. But, uh, so I ended up having to adjust my list a, a little bit and put the warchief in there, but he also benefits the chosen of ever cause they are still blighted ogren models. That's right.
0: I love the Primal terrors theme. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's i love the ogren. They're just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. Legion has a lot of really good and cool infantry, um but most of their warlocks don't really do much to support them. Yeah. So, kind of the opposite of Kador. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean and Meg does some stuff, but I, was, yeah. I always felt like Animag was always a little bit shy on Fury. It's like like the Madrak condition, right? I only have five Fury. Ugh, but yeah. I have like a cost three spell, a cost two yeah. spell, another cost three. Like, but, uh, but, but she I also did. has a
1: way to cast a spell for free. Exactly. So there's some openings that's there. That's where that balancing factor is. So
2: yeah, yeah, Primal Terrors is pretty neat too because um, mine's built slightly differently. You know, Callus one. So uh, you, okay, so you went with Primal Terrors too. Yeah. Nice, Oh yeah, cool. so Primal okay. Terrors. Um, again, because there's a lot of options to it. Um, and it just, it's, yeah, pretty good. So the Blightbringer, because again, Blightbringer is just really fun in there. Yep, um, Amok right. the Truthbearer, Um, Spellmarter, uh, two units of Max Blighted Rot Wings, two units Max Chosen, yep. and of course uh, one of the greatest requisition points, Hellmouth, and another yep. Hellmouth. Yep. Hey-o. <laughs> well,
1: That sounds like Andre's list. Yeah, it's
2: probably very similar. <laughs> you know, there are all these lists. I'm <laughs> sure it can get very similar when you start. Putting them yeah, out, but yeah. basically, yeah. I mean, one hell are hell if, you, yeah. <laughs> if you've heard Legion, yeah. you've probably heard them, and they're just pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, the Chosen are very strong. You know, I've yeah. I've played against them a few times, and yeah. just trying to whack away at them, and they're like, oh, hey, I did two damage to you, and they roll like a D three and heal like three damage. You're like, oh, yep. so yeah. So you not only healed my two, but the two my buddy did. Cool. That's yep. how I feel facing against champs, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so. hey, they're a little different. At least they just move the damage around. They don't heal it back. Yeah, but that's I think, true. I think
1: you true. mean against
2: Ravagers, because yeah. Ravagers do that. Correct?
0: Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> All the stuff. So I don't encounter your Ravager with my right. you know, chosen.
2: <laughs> um, although now with like yeah, some stuff that you can get like a... Uh, a no healing ward on them or something, yeah. or grievous wounds, yeah. but um, and then uh, blighted rot wings, uh, they're just mainly there to be you know, feet, pawns. they're incredible. Yeah, those, like, those oh. models are incredible. Yeah, like I said, yeah. you just get them where they need to be, yeah. finisher, they get, they and get killed, yeah. and, and you have uh, finisher, so good. Yeah, finisher on there, uh,
1: and then you have dark guidance as well yep. on create yep. on uh, Calus, Calus. So. yeah. Makes yeah. everybody hit more
2: accurate. So it all has some annoying pieces, like I said, and then you start clearing them out, and then all of a sudden, yeah, Incubi pop up, and you're like, all right, deal with that. And then, you know, you still yep. got this Blightbringer yeah. back there right? spitting down, Catalyst. hey, minus two armor to you, and minus some strength to you, or, you know. Yeah. yeah. Catalyst does have some fun Incubi yeah. kind of play.
0: That's cool. That's cool you did that. That's cool. Well, which model would you want to paint uh, the most,
2: Dan? Um, I'm actually going to. Lightly veer, you know, and uh go to a different large base is uh probably a, um lilith three right, riding right the chariot oh, with yeah, the arrows yeah. and the horse you know and stuff like yeah, that yeah. um the reindeer the reindeer, yeah <laughs> um, hey, <now>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it just kind of looks neat, has a lot of different variations and options you could do to that, yeah so. I like that that's cool
0: uh what, what model would you want to paint the most chad uh,
1: Torn between two um there's a Thags to conversion that I did when I owned Legion years ago, where I replaced his little wings that are kind of folded down yeah. with Angelis wings, so they actually are like more spread oh, out. They look better, so he nice. actually looks more draconic. Um, and but it might actually be um, Azrael because or oh, Asrael because yeah. that model that model is so gorgeous. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it's got the serpentine lower body. It's got the wings and, and the arms and the spears yeah. and stuff like that. And, it, and then it's pretty heavily armored, too. Yeah. So, like, I think that model I would probably definitely want to paint.
0: That's cool. I don't have him yet. I think he's, he's a last character beast I don't yeah. have, I think.
1: He's but. also he's also super expensive. He's like 21 points or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, the model that I want to paint the most is actually a Scythian. Mm-hmm. And not just a Scythian, but a... The one that I have, um, because my my wanting to play Legion started several years ago when I saw this lonely Scythian primed um, sitting in the used bin at Guardian Games when they still used to sell, you know, used uh, War Machine. And uh, and I was like,
1: what is that?
0: You know, and of course I was so new I had to like ask around like some of the War Machine guys. I was like, what is this? You know, and, uh, and I bought it. Thinking, okay, this is this is a long term goal for me. This is something that I'm going to work on. And uh, now you're finally and, getting around to it. Well, they don't. They stop. I, I played Kator for a long time.
2: Yeah. His wife listens. You know. So, um, <laughs> but she no, no, she knows
0: because because later that year, when, when Guardian had like their Black Friday sale or whatever, they had a Legion Army box oh, yeah. um, heavily discounted. Yeah. And um, and so and so she bought that for me. And I was like, "Oh, thank you. You know, <laughs> So, um, yeah. So she knows. She's good. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was cool. You know? So it sounds like we have a lot more love for Legion than we do Kador. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how that happened. But, uh, um, what are you talking about? I Kador. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I do too. I mean, we all do. But um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So every once in a while, uh, we're probably doing like in every other. We'll do another faction review and a you know in a couple and um, i hope that these are interesting for you and i hope that we inspired you to maybe put something new on the table or maybe inspired you to pick up something new uh to paint for your faction so or to paint that even isn't isn't part of your yes. faction but um speaking of painting uh what are you guys painting what are you building what's on your hobby table
2: uh, right now um, I actually got out my airbrush and played with it mainly just air but nice actually. Um, yeah, yeah I tried putting some actual like stuff in there and realized I need to really learn my control. I need to practice on it <laughs> a bit before I paint anything because um, it's definitely a little bit of getting used to. Um, and then, as I was cleaning it, I bumped the needle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. It still worked. It's not super bad. It was just the slightest thing. I was just like, really, the first time. The first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get this. So, um, I haven't used it since then. So, we'll see if it's working all right. I mean, uh, yeah. If so, I guess it's a new needle. But um, anyway, trying to work on some of my uh, Monster Apocalypse. Um, nice with a, uh, a little bit faster way to paint them to still make them look kind of nice. So that's my... Uh, yeah, Martian Menace should be ready to come out and play very soon. Very nice. cool, very cool. Oz will hit you up on that. Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: I've got 30 Poxwalkers still sitting around that are started. Um, <laughs> nice. I've I've been... I um, haven't really been motivated recently. I'm dealing with some life stuff. Um, focusing some other things happening as I haven't really gotten any done painting, uh, any painting done. Uh, Last night I was working on some painting. I um, did a first mock-up model for my Mercenaries theme uh, color scheme, uh, and then I also started working on my Thamorite Archon, which has been sitting primed ready to go uh, while I've been trying to figure out uh, the paint scheme that I'm doing, but it looks really cool so far with uh, the Amethyst Rose for the robes. Uh, so like the big flowing robes that are tucked underneath it as it's like jumping backwards. So I'm hoping that <clears throat> I'm hoping that the rest of it uh comes together nicely. Um I haven't figured out exactly what I'm gonna do for the wings yet and uh mm. hope I don't mess them up. <laughs> uh although recently I did also uh last week I painted the non metallic Numenera Newman?
2: Mm, yeah. Uh
1: the Aurora mini crate model. Oh, I painted yeah. it up for it's a gorgeous uh, one. Uh, for Aaron Allen, he nice. uh, got one off of somebody and then just had it sent over to me. So I painted it up and then sent it with Jeff to take with him to Thornwood Throwdown this past weekend. And Aaron played it up there, and he was really happy with uh, with the way that it turned out. And I'm, cool. I, was, I was really happy with the way it turned out. Um, I went with, um, I think I used Meridius Blue for the dress. And then I used uh, Rulic Gold for like the raised edges. And then I washed it with... Um, the violet shade from Citadel and it turned out oh, pretty yeah. nice. And I did a couple of dry brush layers on the wings uh, and then I did some cool blonde hair that was, uh, I think it was caterer red base and then I dry brush sulfuric yellow over top of it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a reddish blonde and it turned out really nice. Yeah, so nice. So that it looked nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be touching up convergence as I play them um, basically and just kind of giving them new arcs and, you know, cause some of the stuff I got uh, used and we're in different various stages of completion. Yeah. Um, and then, um, as you can see on the table in front of you, I've got some Romans. And so I'm talking to Jesse um, about that, uh, figuring out um, how they're supposed to go there. So um, historicals, there's kind of a weird enigma for me at the moment. I haven't figured out exactly where I fit in that yet. So yeah, um, but... Uh, the biggest thing is, uh, I have two big things. Uh, one of them is since our last episode, um, I want to, I'm trying to figure out how I want to do a portable hobby kit um, based on some of the things that, you know, Perry and Scott were talking about. Yeah. And um, so far I've painted at other places recently and, and I've been taking just like the bare minimum of things. But then, um, but I, I know there's a probably a a better way to do that and so because i just put them in a a box and you know which you know which is fine but um but there's got to be a better way to do that Um, but the biggest project that i have in front of me is actually uh the house so we're getting new flooring in like a month or something and so i have to and we're going to paint before then uh the walls and windows and everything and so I'm going to be packing up a lot of things in boxes and storing them in like in the garage while, you know, for the, yeah. when the flooring comes in and, and, you know, furniture and things like that. And so most of my hobby stuff and most of my armies are going in boxes. Yeah. So I, I ordered some trays from, from uh, Battle Foam to put the rest of my Legion in those, you know, those cardboard boxes, the stackables. Yep. Yeah. I love those. And so, and I have a shelf in the garage that's perfect for that. And so, um, that's sort of what I'm doing now. All my books. And we went to Home Depot last night about a bunch of moving boxes. And we were we were walking out, and the and the lady at the register was like, she's like, "Good luck. I promise you, it's it'll end. The, the, you know, the moving doesn't doesn't go." And and I didn't have the heart to tell her that we're not actually moving. We're just, yeah, we're kind of moving. Prepping, yeah, prepping for moving. <laughs> it feels like it feels like we're moving. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyway, so that's that's sort of what's on on my plate, and so um, I think I'm going to be the master of small projects for um, several weeks. Yeah. Um, got to put got to be putting things away. But hey, before we go, um, you know, we briefly talked about uh, the casual day for uh, Song, Lice and Fire, and uh, at Rune and Board. I just want to put a, a huge thanks to everyone that came out to that event. Uh, thank you for Chad and Judy for you know for organizing and for Rune and Board for hosting. Uh, we like to participate in fun events like that, and hopefully we can get a few more things in, in the future. Um, but I also wanted to say thank you to uh, everyone who participated in the Food Machine event, uh, either by actually coming and playing, which there weren't very many people who came, but, but that's okay, and, um, but also by the donations. They, I cannot tell you how many donations, uh, how much in donations we received, from folks that weren't able to make it to the event, and so like the Monday after um, the food machine event, I went shopping and I went to the grocery outlet and I, I packed the back of my car like that storage area you know awesome. and uh, and so so much food was was given and I think it's I think it's an incredible testimony to the generosity of our of our community but also um, just the closeness and you know we you know we're, we, we 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 play a game. Yeah, But we're also friends, yeah. you know, and, and, and we realize that, that there are, you know, that there are people out there who are in, you know, various conditions in life. And some of us are a little farther down the road than others. And so we're in a position to help. We can and we do. And so thank you to the War Machine community and uh, to the folks out here in, in the PNW. And, um, yeah, I feel happy and proud to be a part of it. So,
1: yeah. But, I want to, do you mind if I talk about two other things real fast uh no okay <laughs> oh wait
0: yes goodbye everybody yes you <laughs> mind <No. laughs> yes i do uh, mind no i don't mind
1: uh two things there's a winter rampage event coming up at written board that i'm hosting uh this coming weekend i've got one spot left you can find the info for it on the oh, Cloud collective i want to do that yes um and i then, want the model <laughs> uh the other thing too is right now uh going on, it, uh, board, I organized a uh, penny competition, so submissions are already done. Voting is going on right now. Uh, the theme of it was big baddies, so it was 50 to 120 millimeter. Uh, we got about twice as many entries as I thought we were going to get. We That's got really 20 cool. entries. That's really We cool. got a wide variety. We got like five different game systems that are represented, because yeah. there's D&D miniatures, Monster Apocalypse, War Machine. Um, 40K. 40K, and then there's also one model from... Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol that's in there. Oh, nice! And it was very—it's a very nice range of skill levels and uh, different themes and stuff like that. So I've, I'm really thankful to everyone who participated. Uh, and I'm working on a schedule for the other ones that we're going to be doing throughout the rest of the year. So cool. the way the schedule is going to work is. The voting is going on this month. Next month in March is going to be a cooldown period, and then April is going to be submissions again, and then May is going to be voting, and then it's going to be a cooldown, submissions, voting, cooldown through the rest of the year. I like and that. So I already have the other three, um, the other three categories that we're going to do. Let me grab my schedule real quick, and I will tell everyone. Mm-hmm. I should have grabbed it beforehand, but I didn't
2: think about it. I was going to say we can kill the dead air time real quick to shout out to the uh, the tournament this last weekend with uh, our local Ben getting second, it yeah. looks like, and yeah. then uh, Jeff getting best in uh, Grimkin class. <laughs> yeah, and that was at uh,
1: Thornwood Throwdown. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, April is going to be submissions for the giant robots, uh, is going to be the next category. So, 50, 50 millimeter to 120 or. 50 finally, millimeter You can paint
0: a Cadre paint uh, model
1: now, finally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then July is going to be submissions for Adventuring Party, which is going to be three to six models that are 28 millimeter up to 50. Hmm. So the idea is like either... Their theme, um, they go together or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like it's yeah. a group It's a group that's all traveling together.
0: Like my frost Frostgrave Warband, maybe? Yeah, definitely. You
1: could do like your wizard, your apprentice, and like a couple of other soldiers, like a couple of your hired soldiers. Uh, and then October is going to be the submissions for diorama. So I was talking with um, Sadie, who's one of the owners of Runaboard, about doing a cool diorama of like maxing out a size of a six by six. Uh, you can do smaller than that if you want, but doing a diorama piece. And I'm going to officially get it announced like on the Facebook and the uh, Instagrams, but I want to get it announced so that people have time to work on it. And I think it'd be really cool to do some sort of a scene um, mm. because it's not done very often um, and there's lots of different things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of different ways, that you, directions that you can take it. You can do just a single model, you can do a group of models, you know, so on and so forth. So Okay. Those are coming up. Uh, later in the year, and I'm excited to see uh, what else we get. Nice. And it's it's a painting competition, but really it's paint something that you're proud of, and then come show it off. Like yeah. so, I encourage everyone of all different, you know, skill levels and styles and things like that. I encourage you to submit something and yeah. show it off. Cause that's yeah. what it's about. Cause you'll still get a participation prize even if you don't get the first, second, or third for the most votes, and it's popular vote, so it's not necessarily critiqued on um, Qua- style yeah. or quality or anything like that. So yeah. I encourage so like I, I submit Magic players come in, and oh, I like yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like I, I submitted a piece. Um, our my other coworker Emery submitted a piece that they worked on. And uh, some of the people in the War Machine community, some other people that we just had come in that frequent the store that yeah. play, you know, D&D at home uh, or come in for magic occasionally. Like we had a couple of D&D miniatures that got submitted by people that don't frequently play miniatures games. So,
0: All right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the community building there. Hey, I want to thank everyone for listening to our show today. We love to hear from our listeners. Give us an email, you know, spellstorminiatures at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook painting group. You can join our Discord server. And actually, a lot of the conversation happens on the Discord. And our links are found in not only in our show notes, but also on our website at SpellStoreMiniatures.com. Hey, we want to inspire you to play more. Thanks. <laughs>